When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. Hey everybody, it's In The Clinch MMA Podcast on the Fight Game Media Network. Paul Fontaine alongside Ryan Frederick. I want to thank you all for listening and uh, for downloading if that's how you're listening. And uh, please make sure and leave a five-star review. Um, it really helps us out a lot. It helps keep this network going and uh, um, brings us up on the you know the search engines and all, all that good stuff. So uh, and, and if you haven't already, please consider also supporting the Fight Game Media Patreon at uh, patreon.com backslash fightgamemedia. Um, just five bucks a month for all your great MMA and boxing and pro wrestling content, mostly pro wrestling, but I try to throw a little bit of everything in there. Uh, so it, we got, uh, this show will be a little, probably a little shorter because we don't have a show to preview this week. Uh, and quite honestly, the UFC that happened this past weekend, I don't even know how much we can talk about it, but well there, I mean, there are some stories and, and we'll definitely get into it. Um, and, and we got some fun stuff too, given that it's the holiday week. Um, but, uh, Ryan, um, I, I guess we'll start with Bellator. Uh, we'll get this out of the way. Um, did you watch it? Bellator 288? Uh, I have not, uh, I don't, I don't, I have a showtime and I know they, uh, they just put the replay up on Paramount plus. Oh, okay. So I haven't gotten around to, got, haven't gotten around to seeing it and I've kind of had a busy week and a busy day today so fair enough so. i mean i didn't watch i only believe it or not like i watched one prelim fight which was uh killis moda and gyro pacheco mostly because i'm familiar with um uh killis moda i've seen him fight a bunch of times and uh so I, I watched that one and then i watched two of the main card fights that's all i had time for and the one that i would suggest if you don't watch anything else um because i'm looking at the two you know the two title fights uh both went the distance I mean, I don't know how exciting they were. Vadim Nemkov uh, uh, won won the tournament and the light heavyweight title over Corey Anderson. Um, and uh, Usman Nurmagomedov, like you predicted last week, won the lightweight title off of Patricky Pitbull. Yeah, I know but, that. I know that was kind of a dominant, just dominant uh, just fight. Just ragdolled him probably yeah. for yeah, five I mean, minutes. Yeah, I mean, we're talking. It was fifty forty five, fifty forty four, fifty forty four. So that kind of okay. tells, you, tells you an idea of how that fight went. But the one I, I think I want you to watch, if you get time, and and I would say, you know, it's only ten minutes, um, you know, between the intros and and the fight itself, because it it ended twenty seven seconds into the second round, was uh, the heavyweight fight on the main card, Daniel James and Terrell Fortune, and reason being, number one, this fight, if you didn't know, took place in Chicago at the Wintrust Arena, which is the same place that uh, I think, um, is that that's where uh, AEW did all out, right? Uh, no, AEW does all out at a uh, or Sears Center, at, 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 yeah, Sears Center or whatever it's called now. It's but uh, they've done the they've run the Winchester uh, Arena, they, I think. Yeah, that they've done Dyna, they did the that uh, revolution there. Oh, okay, okay, 2020, and they had Dynamite. Okay, you know, this upcoming week is is there actually? So. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. So, the, the reason I bring that up is they had fans, and I don't know, like, they I didn't see an announcement of a crowd, and I'm looking at topology, and they don't have a crowd listed, but it looked pretty full like i don't know how full it was 
but it looked full, and that's more important than how many I, were there. I think WrestleTicks, I think they released a number that I think they said somewhere around 6,000 people. Okay, that's not bad for yeah. Bellator. Yeah, and, Bellator, and, Bellator never releases their, their attendance numbers. But they, so. the other thing is they were loud. And in particular for this fight, because um, Daniel James was from Chicago, and he's you know just an unranked Bellator guy. Um, Terrell Fortune, I think he was ranked number five going in, and he's like a big prospect that they've been kind of building up for years. And uh, and Daniel James is just a local guy that I think was supposed to just lose. And Terrell Fortune dominated the first round. He took him down. He had him in a rear naked choke, and and he had it on for a long time. And this Daniel James, he just wouldn't, he wouldn't quit, and he wouldn't pass out. And I think Fortune, um, uh, kind of gassed himself out, and then in the second round, James knocked him down, and uh, and then he, Fortune's down, and James is elbowing the back of his head, like over and over again and these were these were almost like 12 six elbows and they were going straight to the back of the head and the referee was just just watching it <laughs> and it was um the referee i've seen him before but he's not a guy you see all the time it was uh rob madrigal yeah um, i know that is yeah. he's not very good uh, because he just let this go and uh, and then he just stopped it and James won, and then he cut a great promo, and the crowd was so loud, and they were so hot for him because this local guy there, they weren't expecting to win, won. So it was like this incredible ovation, and he just fired up the crowd, and he's like, he was number five. Now I'm number five, and I want, you know, whoever. I, you know, you've got, he said, you need a pretty black guy, and that's me. And uh, and this guy's like ripped. He's like 265, and he cuts to make 265, and he doesn't look like he has an ounce of fat on him. Like he's, this guy, like, I don't, I don't know where this guy came from, but he looks like he could be something. Um, just an incredible promo. And he had last fought in Bellator, I think back in like 2014 in the Bjorn Rebney era. And wow. then he was, yeah. And he was like fighting in, you know, all these minor league promotions, LFA, ACA in Russia. And uh, yeah, and he got it. He got a chance here. It's just an incredible story. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I guess they probably brought him in thinking he'd lose to Fortune. Exactly. And then, yeah. And, yeah, and he beat him. Yeah. But I mean, he should have been disqualified. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, because like these are like twelve six elbows to the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. Like he had Fortune was down with his face face in the ground, and he wasn't blocking them, and he's going right to the back of the head. Yeah. And the ref I, wasn't even warning him. I think like, I read, I think I read something about that on Twi- Twitter. Yeah, fr- it, it, Friday night. I was kind of. You know, yeah. a little under the weather. Okay, home, yeah, I, I watched night, it. So yeah, I watched it like Sunday, and um, yeah, I hadn't heard anything about it. And then the other fight I watched was the Timur Kizriev and Daniel Veikel fight, and that was boring. It's fifteen minutes, and it was mostly stand up. Uh, Veikel got him down once and almost submitted him, but other than that, it was just Kizriev dominating him on the feet. Um, just an, another byproduct of uh, I think he's a training partner of Hafiel Fiziev, I believe is what they said on the thing 27 years old he's unbeaten he's probably got to watch out for a featherweight so uh that was uh that was the showtime show there wasn't much else on the card like the i skipped through these prelims because there was like nothing i didn't recognize anybody and a couple undefeated fighters but they were like four and oh five and oh and i'm like yeah i'm not gonna waste my time with that so um and i didn't watch the one show i assume you didn't either uh no Um, i know that uh i know that the uh, who whatever whoever the champion he lost his title on the scale right on the hydration thing yeah so it's, yeah it's two straight shows they've had with champions losing their titles on the scale for their stupid hydration system which shows again you know just how much of a kind of stupid thing that is at least in this case christian lee did win the title yeah. Uh, he he knocked out uh, Kimrian Abasov, the guy that lost his title on scale in the fourth round with ground and pound. And uh, in the other big fight, Bibiano Fernandez uh, lost uh, to Stephen Lohman. So Fernandez is he's an OG, goes back like 15 years, I think, back to like Pride and Dream and stuff, or Dream, not Pride, but Dream. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, that was the. Uh, other MMA, and I think we said last week that it was on Friday, but I think it was actually on Saturday that that, that fight, or it just aired on Prime on Saturday. Um, yeah, and no, was, uh, yeah, I forget what day it was. <laughs> yeah, the Bell Tour was Saturday for sure. Bell Tour was Friday. Was Friday? Was it Friday? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So it wasn't head to head with, uh, or what? Because I thought, oh yeah, right, right. Because it was the wrestling that was ending just as the UFC or starting just as the UFC was ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we got UFC Fight Night, which again was originally supposed to be uh, Derek Lewis and Sergey Spivak, and just it was just as the prelims were ending that they announced it, right? That the yeah. main event was off. Yeah, yeah. There was a uh, rumors going around once. Uh... You know, kind of around the start of the showtime, that something was, you know, there was rumors going around that uh, something about Derek Lewis being in the hospital, but it took until, yeah, pretty much as the pre, you know, you know, near the end of the prelims, they, they, uh, they officially announced it. And you could kind of tell something was going on because, you know, when, when the show started, they were supposed to have seven prelims. And if you're a regular viewer, you can, Regular viewer, somebody like me who's watching this every yeah. week, and you can tell they're they killing time. time. No, it's how they time out stuff. You know, at at one point they started to kill a little bit of time. So yeah. it's like, okay, there's something on the main. There's something going on with either either one of these last two prelims because it was before the before it was before the Maya Rose fight, which is supposed to be the second to last prelim. There's either one of these two prelims or something on the main card. Something happened somewhere. So, but yeah, the you know Derek Lewis. Uh, uh, I don't know what happened. He had a stomach bug, had to go to the hospital. Hospital, they didn't clear him to fight. Uh, he was, you know, had this show probably been at nighttime. He might have been cleared to fight because they said oh, okay. he was good to go after the show. Probably just had a little bit of, maybe he had a little bit of diarrhea or something. I don't know. But yeah, it was enough to, it was enough to where they kept him from fighting. So, but you he think would, they'll just rebook this or? Yeah, I could see them rebooking it. I don't, I don't know how soon though. Everything's kind of, you know, all yeah. these shows, these last three shows, these three shows in December are full, you know, unless, you unless, know, uh, unless a main event falls out or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they try to rebook it for February or something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, with that and, and, um, so they moved, uh, Charles Johnson and Jalgas Jumagalov to the main card. So it was weird because I watched the first fight and then I, I started watching the second fight and then my screen died. Because you know they were moving from the prelims to the main cards, so then I just flipped over and watched the main card. So I actually watched the first fight live um, of the main card with Charles Johnson and Angelos Joe Magalov, and then I had to go back and watch the rest. But so we ended up with a main event of Kennedy and Jakuwu and Eon Kudalaba in a three-round fight, which is first time in a while that there's been a UFC three-round main event. Um, scheduled three-round main event. Um, it's happened a few times. I remember when they first went to five-round main events, there was a few fights that had been signed as three-rounders, so they didn't change them to five rounds. But from probably, what, about 2016, 2015, they've been all five rounds um, it, with you know the odd exception here and there. And it's usually a case like this where it's like a late-notice thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. probably sooner than 2015. I think it was like 2012 or so. Oh, was that that long ago? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's been a while. Uh, okay. But yeah, so we got, and and of course, they didn't even need the three rounds because uh, uh, Kennedy and Jakuwu uh, stopped Ayan Kudalaba in the second round. Uh, I saw some people thinking that Kudalaba got a little bit more time than he needed, including one high-profile reporter. Um, and, you know, <laughs> Complaining yeah. that Israel Adesanya didn't get the same amount of time, and I don't know. I the the stoppage looked fine to me. Stoppage I, was perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, and last week too. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, great win for Inzakuwa. Second round, uh, uh, TKO. Kudalaba won the first round, right? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Just kind of, kind of was controlling with his wrestling, wrestling in the first round, and he rocked and Chukwu a couple times on the on the feet but uh Chukwu was starting to starting to make a little comeback near the end near the yeah. end except Kudalaba's foot foot off but but once they came out swinging in the second round and then Chukwu landed a big knee and Kudalaba was was hurt was hurt and then he tried to recover from being hurt by landing a low blow that looked pretty pretty blatant but Nichukwu just said nah forget about it. we're gonna keep fighting because he had, he knew he had Kudalaba hurt and then just started landing a flurry flurry to finish it but it was a great finish by uh, Nichukwu yeah and uh yeah and that was uh he moved to 11 and 3 and uh you know he's uh I don't know if is he ranked yet 
All right. If he's not, he should be after this, right? Uh, no, he's not. He's not close. He's only five and three in the five and three in the UFC, and he's kind of oh, had okay. some up. Uh, you know, win one, lose one lately. Lately, yeah. he's won his last two. He had lo- lost his previous two before before then but yeah he's getting close so yeah i mean it's yeah it's rare that you're going to see a main event with two fighters that aren't ranked but um but yeah it was uh you know it, it was fine i mean you know it was the best they could do i mean the the original um i mean no, i guess this was always the main event yeah i mean this card was never much <laughs> anyways um and then yeah this is what yeah, happens when you're it was on. probably easy like we were kind of talking about last week it just felt like the most skippable ufc show of the year so and then the main event falls out yeah um because you know what's funny is i got a friend um i'm not sure if you know him um steve i think he listens to the show um and if he doesn't he's probably going to start soon because he's just recently started getting back into ufc uh he was into it years ago and just you know for whatever reason he said you know what? i'm gonna start watching ufc again so he messages me on on sunday and he's like was there two two ufcs yesterday and i'm like no and he's like, well i watched one and the main event i thought was Derek lewis and i watched the whole show and Derek lewis wasn't on and i'm like so i thought maybe there's another show and i'm like no no it's, you know that's shows how much people pay attention you know i'm not you know i do it too like so you know steve i'm not <laughs> criticizing you if you're listening but uh you know because i mean if you were watching the whole show live they would have told you but if you're just skipping yeah. through to each fight you wouldn't have even known right yeah yeah you've done that to me before you you've skipped through and asked me what happened to this fight i feel like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah i chastise you for skipping through stuff yeah so you always tell me now yeah. you know I'll, I'll usually find out ahead of time like I, you told me that the lewis fight was canceled and um and actually you told me who won the main event but um the uh which i was fine it didn't bother me um the but uh yeah it was uh but other than that like th- there was nothing else on this card and honestly like sometimes these cards you know like oh man you know these cards that don't look like much on paper they turn out to be great that wasn't this one <laughs> um, this was this was like yeah there's some cards that are skippable and then there's some some cards that you wish you would have skipped and this for me falls into the ladder i mean it's fine it's ufc i you know i'm I'm always gonna have a good time and the main card was actually okay like it was pretty good actually but the prelims man um but um and i don't know how much we want to talk but i do want to talk about the co-main um waldo cortez acosta and chase sherman and you know and i said last week you know like i don't know much about cortez acosta but i know a lot about chase sherman and throw all your money on cortez acosta and he won uh unanimous decision um, and he pretty much dominated. I mean, Chase Sherman, you know, he, he got his licks in, and but he took so much punishment. And I don't know how m- much longer he can do this. Like, he can't keep taking this much punishment and then coming back and fighting like a month later. Um, you know, they, they got to start, you know, giving guys time off when they take like beatings like this. And he didn't get knocked out, but I think he took over 100 um, significant strikes to the head. And from a big, big guy. And uh, and he looked like there's a few times when he looked like he should have gone down and he didn't. Um, and I don't know, like, I'm, I don't know what you think, but, uh, you know, I, it's not like the ref should have stopped it or anything. It's just don't fight again. I don't want to see Chase Sherman's name on another card in January because somebody canceled a fight. No, let's give another fight to Chase Sherman. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what you think. Well, I think I don't. I don't think he'll get any more UFC UFC fights because I mean this is his fourth how, go go round and just just yeah it's just how it's, many times have we said that? To, <laughs> yeah, he just he just yeah I know like you know he's a guy they can count on to to you know fill in a spot and and yeah it's been four months it's been over four months since his last actual fight but that's only because he said fights fall apart in the meantime but uh but uh yeah he just i mean he you know he takes a lot of damage he's fought seven times in the last uh 17 months yeah yeah he's fought a lot fought a lot six six. yeah he's fought yeah six times since you know since his what he got a nine month uh, leave of absence. So yeah, since yes. like so April April twenty twenty one, he fought Andrelovsky, and, yeah. and he's fought five times since then. Yeah. So, so but uh, but yeah, he, he he takes a lot of damage because he does because he just drops his hands and yep. just lets himself be a punching bag, and and yeah, it's not good for him. It's not good for his future. 
future. I, you know, he's probably he'll probably get cut, and then he'll go back to bare knuckle and do the same thing. It's just, just yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling for him. You know, when his career's yeah. over with, but yeah, yeah, me too. And and you know, hopefully he's making money. Um, you know, I, 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 one thing I will say, I mean, the fights are exciting. You know, and and usually when you get two heavyweights, sometimes the fights aren't, and this one kind of was. But after a while, it's just I don't really want to see this anymore. You know, it's not that it was bad. It's just you feel kind of almost uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. Hopefully we don't see Chase Sherman in the power slap league. Uh, oh, God. they I think they even brought that up during the fight. They brought it up several times. It made yeah. me really un- <laughs> for several people, and it made me yeah. really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I know because they're pushing it, right? Yeah, they're pushing it. But like Bisping and Felder. Like oh. especially, they sounded so excited for this, and I go, like, uh, guys, I, 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 I think hope they. You're... And the sad thing is, I think they really are. Like, I don't think yeah, they're just doing. I hope, the, I I hope think... that they're not like that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. All right, give us your uh, three stars. Uh, first one, Jack Della Madalena. Yeah, uh, just looked <laughs> looked absolutely great against Danny Roberts. Looked every bit of a what future welterweight contender, possible future welterweight title challenger, just. Just great showing. Worked the body to rot. Worked the body of Roberts. Very good. It just, just absolutely great showing from Madalena. Uh, second star. I'm going to go Muslim Salikov. Uh, just uh, he had a tough first. You know, Fialo gave him gave him a good fight. They they're having a good stand up battle. But third round, just that just the spin kick, spin kick to the head, and then Fialo just grabbed his head. Fiala never went down, but he grabbed his head with both of his hands, which is kind of like basically telling the referee, hey, stop this damn fight. So you know, this guy stopped. Great finish for uh, Salikov. Third star, uh, Natalia Silva in the uh, yeah. opening fight. You know, her and uh, Trezabletta, you know, they probably split the first two round- rounds. Silva had a really good second round, and she was starting to tee off on Bleda. Bleda, and then the finish was one of those kind of crazy finishes where Bleda was shot for the takedown, and at the same time she was shooting, Silva landed a spin kick that landed right to like, you know, the face and neck, the jaw and neck region, and Bleda went down, and just Silva finished it up with some follow up shots, and Silva looked great. So yeah, those are my three stars. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He didn't leave me much, but I will, but I will go. I got, I got some, yeah. uh, my first star, you know what? I, I'm going to go with Bellator, Daniel James, okay. yeah. uh, That's the American perfectly Predator. legal. Yeah. Everything I talked to you about earlier. Um, number two, Vanessa D- Demopoulos. Um, she scored a bit of an upset win over Maria Oliveira. And the fight was, you know, it was pretty fun or whatever, you know, she was a pretty decisive win, but the post-fight promo, um, you know, she's, she's very entertaining on her post-fight promo and she's now got a gimmick where she jumps into Bisping's arms afterwards. And uh, she did it and, to Joe Rogan too. So yeah. So. And it, and it's, yeah, and it, it's fun and people look forward to it. So I think people will actually be rooting for her so they can see this. Um, so it's nice gimmick she has. And again, I would say Ricky Tercios, uh, just for his post fight he did a really awesome post-fight promo um just kind of an inspirational kind of thing i do this for you pointing at the camera and like just like a total like territories baby face um and uh and yeah he got a split decision over kevin natividad um you know and that was i thought like uh, it's it's funny to say like a fight should be a split decision but i mean i had a hard time picking a winner so i didn't really have an issue with it being a split decision from what i recall unless you think i'm wrong maybe i'm thinking of a different fight 
Uh, I think that one was close. Yeah, I thought I thought that was like super close. I think there's one round where I could have gone either way. So a lot of times when they read the scores and you know, um, yeah, you know, like you're kind of what? But no, not this time. So yeah, th- those are my three stars. And and because you took the only finishes, um, they, but that's okay because I, I I watched the whole show, so I was able yeah. to pick up some other yeah, ones. And I always watch the post fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Turkish fight, they had a close first round, and then Natividad was winning the third until until Turkios made that big comeback at the end. There. Yeah, yeah. He kind of won it in the last two minutes. So yeah, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, Miles Johns had a had a good fight too, and Jennifer Maya was kind of dominant in hers. But I really like the post match stuff with ricky and vanessa so that's why i went with them yeah um so uh take us through the rest of the card or the whole card uh, yeah it started off with a women's flyweight fight that i talked about natalia silva finishing teresa bleda in the third round he had a bantamweight fight brady highstand unanimous decision over fernie garcia 29 28 scorecards all around highstand looks like somebody who might be a threat you know as he gets yeah. Gains experience and and uh, he looked really good here, especially coming off coming off well, what it was like a fifteen month layoff about. So he, he was a finalist in the yeah. Ultimate Fighter, right? Yeah, lost yeah, yeah, lost it, lost it, Tercios, yeah. And then uh, after that, we had Vanessa Demopoulos over Maria Oliveira, twenty nine twenty eight uh, unanimous decision across the board. Then we had Ricky Tercios over Kevin Nativa. Dividend split decisions, two 29-28s for Tercios and a 29-28 for Natividad. Then we had uh, Miles Johns, unanimous decision over Vince Morales, 30-27, 29-28, 29-28. That was a good fight. Yep. Uh, then we had a women's flyweight fight to close off the prelims. Jennifer Maya over Marina Morose, 30 27 29-28, 29-28, 28. Maya, uh, pretty – I thought that was entertaining for, you know, for yeah. the for those two. for a women's yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Maya and Morose, sometimes they can have boring fights, but but it was pretty much all on the feet, you know, very good exchanges. Then we had a controversial one here, flyweight fight. Yeah. Charles Johnson won a split decision over Zagas, Zuma Gulov, uh, two 29-28 scorecards and one for Johnson and one for Zuma Gulov. I actually scored this fight 30-27. Yeah, Zuma I see Gulov. that. I see that. Yeah, I was the only one that did, did but uh, I mean, I thought he won. I thought he did enough to win all three rounds. So, uh, there was a close round that close round i think it was the uh the the uh second second i think it might have been or second or third one of those i think it was the second because that's the one that yeah. two of the three judges gave him and yeah. all three judges gave round one to zumagal and Zuma all Gala. three gave gave johnson the third round third, i think yeah. the third round was the cl- one that i thought could have gone to johnson but i thought zumagulov clearly won the one the first two i thought he won all three but uh but yeah, yeah only one media score on here had it for Johnson, which pretty much says, "Yep, yeah, that's a uh, that's a robbery." And uh, Zuma Gulov on social media after the fight uh, announced his retirement, and he said really? he's retiring. Uh, he cited all these controversial decisions. Uh, he's had six UFC fights. He's one in five, and he's lost lost uh, by uh, split decision in his last two, but he's lost by decision in four of those fights. And I know of at least two of those fights that a lot of people thought he won. The uh, I think people thought he won the not the I'm trying to uh, the you know Jeff who else Mo- you know who the else Jeff Molina happened. fight the Jeff Molina fight last fight fight was the same thing where where only one one media member gave it to Molina and everybody else gave it to Zuma Gulov. But uh, but it was here's a funny story uh, in those two fights. Two fights. This one, this one, the Johnson fight, Johnson fight, and the uh, Molina fight. Uh, Sal Diamato gave had both fights twenty nine twenty eight for not Zuma Gulov, and he was the dissenting scorecard in each one of those fights. So okay, check this out. Check this out. I I'm just I'm on MMA Decisions dot com right now. Yeah, I am and uh, they Rollin Piva the, the as well. Fight, yeah, yeah, that was a unanimous decision against him. And almost all the media scores had it for yeah, him. Yeah, it's like it looks like it's like an eighty twenty split for Zuma Gulov. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, you and I both scored it. Um, the Albazi fight that was unanimous among yeah, everybody. So yeah, he, he's had three. He's three, had three fights three, that he yeah. arguably arguably won that that have been been against him. So I could see retiring retiring out of frustration. Yeah, uh, you know, he you know who had that? It 
was um it was uh Rafael de Sanos who used to have that problem too yeah and yeah. uh and then he kind of decided okay well i'll just start finishing people yeah <laughs> sometimes you got to do that yeah. you got to do that that's what i've said about angela hill she's had a lot yeah angela hill fights that she's lost yeah. i mean you know sometimes <laughs> sometimes you just got to finish it's crazy de Sanos had that had that problem and then he probably started doing some <laughs> doing some stuff uh some stuff <laughs> that he probably shouldn't have been but yeah. he could get away with it pre-USADA and, you know, became a champion, you know. So yep. Zuma yeah. Gulov, I'm sure we'll see him fight again because he has two wives and six children. So he, <laughs> he'll, he be in, uh, he'll be in. fighting in ACA uh, soon <laughs> enough. <laughs> I think he'll be back in the UFC. He's probably just, okay. probably just retired out of frustration and they'll talk him back in because, because realistically, uh, you know, one in five, he shouldn't be cut considering – Considering yeah. everything, you know, it yeah, should be at least four and four and two. He should be, he should be three and three. Yeah. Yeah. Three and three, maybe four and two. Yeah. Yeah. All so, right. But uh, back to the card. Uh, yeah. So we had, then we had the last four fights. Uh, Jack Della, Madalena finishing Danny Roberts, three minutes, 24 seconds. Uh, if you're looking for the oh. most impressive performance, watch that fight. Yeah. Uh, then a uh, welterweight fight, Muslim Salikov over Andre Fialo, uh, one minute, three seconds to the third round TKO. Then Waldo Cortez Acosta unanimous decision over Chase Sherman, and then the main event ended up being Kennedy and Chukwu finishing Jan Kudalaba second round TKO with knees and punches, and uh, yeah, so that was that UFC. Fifty uh, k bonuses went to Natalia Silva, Jack Della Madalena, Muslim Salikov, and Kennedy and Chukwu. The four people that got finishes, so no surprise there. It was from the UFC Apex, as we talked about earlier. You know, the typical, you know, 75 curious onlookers making some noise um, on a with nothing better to do in Vegas on a Saturday morning. Yeah, uh, I mean, it started at, started at 10 a.m. in Vegas. So, I know. So it's probably the people, probably people, you know, I know there were some, po- yeah, I I have found out because I'm big into the poker high roller scene in Las Vegas. Like a lot of those people that are there in the, at the Apex shows, a lot of them are some of the poker high rollers. So. Oh, okay. So it's kind of funny, you know. I, uh, you know, I'm because because one of the poker high rollers was the first person that I saw tweet about Derek Lewis. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I'm so going to be in. Broke it, yeah. I'm going to be in Vegas in uh, in March and uh, March like the weekend of March 5th. So I wonder if they're going to have a show that weekend. If they will, it's I'm supposed like, to be UFC 285 March 4th. Is that in Vegas? The pay per view. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, then, hey, maybe I'm going to go. Maybe I'll be covering it. Maybe I can write off my trip. Um, <laughs> uh, and well, you got uh, something else going on on Saturday night. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, it's just uh, Daz's fiftieth birthday party, fiftieth birthday. But I can do that after the show. Uh, in fact, I was thinking about flying to San Francisco for um, the uh, the pay per view the next night, uh, Revolution. So I'm surprised they're running the same weekend, actually. But um, I guess there's only so many weekends to choose from. Yeah. Um, all right, so that was the UFC, and then there's another show this weekend, which uh, will lead into. Well, there is only one show this weekend. No UFC this weekend. Yeah, no UFC, um, but it will lead into our preview of the week. So we do have the PFL, um, uh, their finals this this year, and they've had the, uh, you know, the tournament going on all year on ESPN and ESPN Plus, and you know, if you're a huge super hardcore fan, you might have been watching these fights, um, and now the. Uh, the main, the main thing, the the tournament championships is going to be on pay per view, with the uh, pre with the prelims going on ESPN Plus. But I think, I think the main card is all the tournament fights, and plus it, pl- plus the Julia Bud Aspen Lad fight. Yeah, yeah. So the little bit of, so seven fight pay per view main card. They're charging fifty bucks for this thing on ESPN Plus. Um, and the ticket prices at the Hulu uh, theater are like pretty large. Like I think the cheapest ticket is like ninety five bucks. Yeah, and... I saw I saw on WrestleTakes. Now this is tickets distributed, not actually tickets. Yeah, sold, but distributed. I think they were at twenty five hundred distributed. That's I'm I'm honestly surprised. Yeah. And the belts were of... belts were show there in Chicago. I I looked it up while we were talking about about it, it was actually like sixty eight hundred distributed. So yeah, and and like I said, it 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 sounded like a good crowd. Like they probably yeah. had the top tarped off, and you know, and and they were yeah. lively and they were into the show. Um, but yeah, this is I mean, and and you know, we got you know the main event is Kayla Harrison, but it's Larissa Pacheco who has no name value. And the rest of the card, you know, Julia Budden, Aspen Ladd is probably the biggest fight on the card. Other than that, 
We got the Battle of the Mariases. That's on the prelims. Um, everything else is like just a bunch of okay. Well, you like, have you have the Canadian gangster fight. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, a lot of Canadians on the, well, two Canadian cards. Olivier Aubin Marcier, yeah, fighting Stevie Ray, um, not Booker T's brother, but the guy from uh, Scotland that used to be in UFC. Um, Sadabu Soy, who I think they call him the Swedish Denzel. I think that's his nickname. Um, he's fighting for the welterweight championship. Omari Akhmedov and Rob Wilkinson, a couple former UFC middleweights, fighting for the light heavyweight title. Uh, Brendan Lognane, the guy we've talked about a few times that Dana White should have signed, fighting Bubba Jenkins for the featherweight title. Um, the heavyweights, Ante Delizia and Matthias Scheifel, who are uh, superstars in their own home, maybe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't pay $5 to see this. Um, I probably uh, might not even I, watch if it was free. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, talk about that in a second. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Our little question. Oh, right, our question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the prelims, like, they're on. So the prelims actually not too bad. Like, I'll probably watch the prelims. Um, Shaman Reyes and Marlon Reyes, Nathan Schultz and Jeremy Stevens, Gleason Tebow and Magomed, Magomed Kiramov, and a couple other fights. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, and, and like I said, like you just hinted at, this leads to our question of the week, which is how many buys does the PFL pay-per-view do? And I know two people that aren't buying it, <laughs> right? I assume you're not. No, no, I got other stuff going on Friday, Friday, and I can't justify the uh, $50. $50 is a lot for this, yeah. for this show. 30 bucks, I might be, I might have thought about it. But the thing about it is, it's hard, it's hard to pay 50 bucks for, for, uh, you know, a, a promotion that gets 150,000 viewers on a good week. Yeah, on a good week, and you're seeing all these fighters that are on this card. Card have been fighting on free television for the mm-hmm. last several years. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing special about it. Uh, you know, that's why I think you know we'll never know how many buys they do. But I, I was thinking in my head, if they do seventy five hundred, I would be like surprised. I was thinking that, five thousand, and I yeah. feel like five thousand is high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, you don't know until you try it. I don't know that this is going to work out for them. I think they're just better off being a television promotion promotion because like I said, like I said, we've seen all these fighters constantly for free, for free. What? I mean, yes, $6 million is being given, given out, but what makes this like, what makes this special? I mean, I mean, because you see all, you know, it's not, it's a lot different than a UFC. You're not seeing, you know, you, you, you'd see, these fighters fight, you know, on free television as they're being built up. But once become, they become superstars, like they're on pay per view, mm-hmm. pay per view, and you know, guys like guys like Michael Chandler, he's he's on pay per view all the all the time. A guy they just signed, Dustin Poirier, you ain't ever gonna see, you probably ain't ever gonna see him on a free card again. Same with Charles Oliver, Oliveira, you know, you know, you might get lucky to see Max Holloway on a on a free card, but you're never, never seeing these title fights. And every cards. one of these yeah. fighters you're going to see like three times next year right, yeah. if they stay in PFL. Yeah, and they're going to be back on free TV again. Yeah. So that's yeah, just, you know. And, and, and the other thing is like when you, you look at the worldwide rankings um, of the fighters here, the highest world world ranked fighter on this card is Aspen Ladd, yeah. who is number 25 at bantamweight. Um, and well, that's then, just because Kayla Harrison isn't really right. Ranked. Well, yeah, because yeah. there's no light, you know, lightweight. She'd be number yeah. one. But yeah. so I mean, and you know what, Kayla Harrison should be a pay per view fighter. Um, yeah. You know, but the problem is she will. She, fight. she will be. She goes to UFC. Like, yeah, yeah. Really... I mean, if she, if they had gotten Cyborg, they would have had some interest in this, and I, yeah. I still don't think they would. They maybe fifteen thousand, twenty thousand, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if they had the ability to. If they had the ability to actually manipulate, you know, you know, work, you know, yeah, that's the, that's the thing about being being a real sport, the real <laughs> sport, and you know, you you want to do this pay per view, but you need your you need your playoffs to go yeah. to go right. You could have had and, Rory McDonald in here. You could have had uh, Fabricio Ver. Anthony you know, Pettis, you know, yeah, you all know, the guys that they signed and where are they spend money money on who were 
pay-per-view yeah. fighters for UFC for forever, yeah. forever. But now, I mean, like, like really, are we, you know, Brandon Lovnane and Bubba Jenkins, great fighters. Are we paying but, to see them? No, I mean, yeah. Brendan Lovnane was on the contender series like two years ago, yeah. and now he's fighting for a million dollars. Yeah, um, so. yeah, it's it's pretty I mean, nuts. It's Rob Wilkinson. Guys. I mean, yeah. Rob Wilkinson, sixteen and two, he's a good fighter, but I mean, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, and the sad thing is, if this was on, you know, on ESPN, they're probably they're probably gonna you know got you know good oh i would 400 500 people yeah i'd watch this you know yeah. because because i don't know that there's much college football on at night a lot of the big games are during the day so yeah not on friday for, not, yeah, on not friday. on friday rivalry day on saturday right like yeah. a lot of big games on saturday yeah there was yeah there's and there's some games on friday friday you know too i think i think but, but the yeah, big ones big, are saturday the yeah so i mean you know i think if they had done this on friday on espn probably would have been done decent you know yeah well, the prelims are at 5.30 p.m. Eastern, so 4.30. I guess it's a holiday, so, you know, they'll, they'll do okay. But um, I will uh, hope hope that they air it on TSN and watch it. And if they don't, well, too bad. Um, I won't lose any sleep if I miss the Battle of the Mariuses and Gleason Tebow and the rest of it. Um, so we're saying definitely under 10,000, maybe 5,000 yeah. if they're lucky. Yeah. Yep. Okay, there's our answer. Um, and then our We Have to Talk About segment. Um, and since it's Thanksgiving week in the United States, of course, the real Thanksgiving happened in the uh, second week of October uh, in Canada. And we, we had Thanksgiving first. Don't call it, Please don't call it the real Thanksgiving. They're both Thanksgivings as far as I'm concerned. Well, I know, but we, we had it first. Um, we, believe it or not, Google it. Um, but uh, we're going to do the MMA turkeys of 2022. And uh, there's, there's a lot to choose from. Um, did Paulo Costa get his uh, get his hair plugs this year? Or was that last year? It was last year. Oh, okay, so he's not uh, he's <laughs> saved from being one of my turkeys this year. You, Although you could, you could put him on the well, list for how, was, he, was how, it, he, how he acts on Twitter and all that. Yeah. So. What, what about drinking a bottle of wine before a title fight? Was that this year? That or was twenty twenty. Oh, okay, twenty twenty. Okay, yeah. so he's like he's got the legacy award for the turkey, but maybe not this year. Uh, but you've got some good names here. Um, yeah. And in fact, the first one, we should probably talk a little bit about. Um, yeah, that's that's why I put him first on okay. the, first on the list, because this kind of ties in yeah. ties in a little to something that happened this weekend at this weekend's UFC. UFC but this is basically the last few months. Uh, my uh, First on my list, I, I, I have a list of five. And if Paul thinks of something, he'll add, he'll add yeah. to it. So, so, but anyway, list of five. First one, uh, James Krause. He's he, he's on my MMA turkeys list for this year, and uh, he, he started the year as still under as still as a UFC fighter, one of the most respected coaches coaches in the world world, and had a very good gam, gambling show where he gave out a lot of good advice. And now he's he, you know that's when he started the year started the year twenty two twenty two. Now as we come up to Thanksgiving, he may be banned from the sport all of a sudden. Uh, he was supposed to corner Miles Johns, you know, one of his fighters this week, this weekend, and he was told he couldn't corner him. Be uh, the, the UFC wouldn't let him in the let him in the building. Uh, he he was not formally formally suspended or, or unlicensed by the commission or by UFC. UFC just decided he can't be in the building, which probably has a little bit to do with their investigation and that Derek Minner outcome. But yeah, James Krause. I mean, we've talked about about him extensively uh, on these betting scandal stories. And, you know, he's, he's the root of all the problems and he, he's basically gone from, gone from, you know, a, a well-respected fighter and coach to be a black ball for the sport. And uh, it's probably going to hurt him. It is gym wise. I mean, I mean, unless they decide to allow him back in because, because, you know, he was a very, he was a very, up and coming coach, and a lot of people were going to Kansas City to work with them, but it's going to be hard to get fighters to work with you if you can't corner them on fight night. So, uh, yeah, he's one of my turkeys. What do you think about all that well, stuff? I mean, I called for him to be banned, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we when they first announced that, um, you know, that scandal with um, 
the one fight um the Derek Minner fight yeah Derek Minner um where you know a lot of money came in on Derek Minner's opponent apparently and, it was like millions of dollars oh I believe it like the yeah. line doesn't move like that unless it's millions of dollars and and it moved a lot yeah um so you know and normally like when that starts happening they take the fight off the books but because it happened so fast and that's something that James Krause was obviously smart enough to do. You know, you get all the money, you get all the bets in on multiple sites and you do it all at the same time. And then they don't have time to take the fights off the books. And um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't argue with that. And, and, you know, and it, to be a true Turkey, you actually have to be someone who, um, you know, had something to lose and just massively screwed it up. Or just and, did something stupid during the yeah, year. Yeah, so, but but still is like somebody that, you know, like, man, if he hadn't done that, like, you know, maybe you would be having like a really good year and that would lead you into the second one, which is, you know, Kamzat, right? Yeah, yeah, Kamzat. I mean, you know, he was looking to have a big year. He started it off with that uh, win over Gilbert Burns in, in that great fight in April. And then he gets his first uh, main event against Nate Diaz. And, of course, we all remember what happened that week. You know, he botches his weight cut. You know, they changed the fights at the last few – at the last minute. He ends up fighting Kevin Holland. He wins. But I added Chimea for this list because of what he's been saying the last couple last couple of days. He last couple of days, he's been saying – he's been saying uh, – telling Alex where – Alex Pereira, uh, I've already signed the contract to fight you in December, oh, Brazil, in Brazil, in Brazil. Uh, it's time for you to sign the contract. First off, there is no UFC show in Brazil in December, so there's no contract. <laughs> there's no contract to sign to sign for for a fight fight in December, in December. And even if there was, Alex Pereira literally won the title eleven days ago. 11, 10 days ago, nine days ago, let him take a damn break. Like give yeah. him a few, few weeks before, you know, you know, fighting in December. What? Like, like, come on. And then, you know, Chimeo's calling him scared, calling him scared. It's just like, bro, you don't even know what weight class you're fighting in next. Fighting in the next. Well, how about you pick a weight class before you start challenging people and then actually win a fight in that weight class and win a top contender fight in that weight class. It's like, it's like, but like the funniest thing is just like like I've already signed the contract to fight you in December Brazil. No, you didn't because there's no there's no such thing as a UFC show in December Brazil and no contract to fight. And guarantee you, guarantee <laughs> you when they're picking Alex Pereira's first fight, it's not you. It's Israel Adesanya. So, could it I mean, could he have meant like February? No, he's okay. just he's just talking shit to be <laughs> to get in the you know, saying stuff like like he's gone like like to have he like you know I know there's a lot of pe- a lot of people who are fans of him, but I I am starting to get really annoyed by the guy like like his dude just shut the like yeah yeah like you want to be Habib Habib was never like that Habib was no yeah it's like that Chimaev promo had, he cut after Ch- yeah after Chimaev, his win like real, real quick real quick Chimaev on social media has started to get into Paulo Costa's shut the fuck up territory like like you know yeah. All right. Uh your third one. Uh Colby Covington, just because uh you you don't pretend to be a tough guy, tough guy, you know, big time fighter, and call the cops when you when you get <laughs> sucker punched by another fighter in the street. Was it so, this the, the Masvidal thing that happened yeah, this year? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like, come on, come on! Like, I'm about to get into another Turkey of the Year year who's had to, who's had similar issues, but at least that guy didn't has never called the cops on anybody, anybody, and he called the cops because he might have broke your watch, and then you've you know, and then there's all these people wanting to fight you. You don't want to fight, you know. You only want to fight Usman again. Like, come on, dude, dude. You know, you're kind of, yeah. He's had he's had some. Had some good luck at, uh, you know, if you've been following, he's had some good luck playing poker over the yep. last over the last six months. But, but yeah, dude, like, like don't don't call yourself the king of Miami. Call yourself the the toughest street fighter in the world. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna get you know 
basically slapped by another UFC fighter in public and then call the police and press charges. Like, come on, like, come on. How many fighters actually do that? Uh, yeah, turkeys of the year. <laughs> yeah. And Colby is one. Um, I like your fourth one. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, my fourth one is on USADA and I'm only calling them out because drug testing somebody 51 times and, it, <laughs> and, and what, like, what it was it like 29 times over the course of a month is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like that's Yuri, right? Yeah. Yuri. It's just yeah. like, it's just like, why, why is that? Why are you doing that? And then they don't answer questions, which I get why they don't want to answer questions, but there should be a little transparency on something like that because that's abnormal. It's almost like you're trying to, it's almost like you're, you're accusing somebody of being on steroid on yeah. steroids or performance enhancing drugs, but you know, you're trying to do it in a sly little way by drug testing them all the time. Like, like, come on, just like, you know, treat him like treat everybody the same. And uh, I also have to give them, give them, you know, crap about, you know, yeah, they never make pub- public statements on fighter statuses within the USADA pool, but they should say something instead of no commenting because this Conor McGregor situation, you know, yep. Yep. you know, they, you know, somebody, I, there was somebody trying to be cute with me, cute with me saying that you saw, you saw that has the right to pull anybody out of the drug testing program at any time for everyone. They've never done it. The only time people who've, the only time anybody ever gets pulled out of the drug testing drug testing pool is if they notify you have seen USADA of retirement. We all know that's probably what Connor did. And it's, you know, and, and it's not trying to beat the system. I think he, I think he did it because he got that roadhouse roadhouse role and he probably had to look a certain way and he probably had to, had, had to, uh, you know, take some stuff that would have, not being good when it comes to USADA to get there, get there. I mean, we've seen, we've seen, you know, a pretty famous pro wrestler who got a movie role who's kind of got undergone a little bit of a transformation over the last couple months, you know, getting bigger, bigger. So, you know, it's, you know, that happens in the movie. Oh, movies. Okay. I just, yeah. I know who you're talking about. You, you know, yeah. If you haven't figured it out, we say it off air, but he, yeah. let's just say this person had a very big weekend, but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, movie roles, you know, Probably, but you saw it needs to be a little bit more transparent when uh, people ask ask yep. about stuff like that. In my opinion, all right. And I did come up with a few, but let's let's give you and I won't talk too long about them. But your yeah. uh, your fifth one, my fifth one is just Dylan Dylan Dennis because he calls himself like a fighter and he's constantly getting into street fights. He's gotten into a street fight with Nate Diaz's team after the Jake Paul fight, and then with KSI and Anthony Taylor. You know, this past weekend, he's always getting into street fights and always, you know talking his shit on, you know, on Twitter and calling himself the toughest fighter in the world, yet he never fights. But he's actually doing a boxing match next year. But Dylan Dennis, I think he's like all-time MMA turkey. And and just to be clear, that's Dylan Dennis, and it's not Devin Dennis or Dylan Price. We are two people that I work with. Um, all right. Uh, my, my other one, my ones that I came up with, uh, first off is Dana White and the Fertitas for this power slap league. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what they're thinking and I can't see how it's going to end well. Um, especially, you know, just the more I think about it and the more I hear about it and a 10 point must system and like what three rounds, like what are they doing? Um, I just, I don't know. And uh, I don't, like I said, I, I said before I might watch out of curiosity. I'm not even sure now um, if I'm going to watch um, Carla Sparza for winning a title in one of the worst fights uh, that worst title fights maybe in UFC history. And then um, trying to do, avoid defending it and wearing the title to her wedding. Um, I just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, it's maybe a little harsh to call her Turkey, but a bit of a very, very cringeworthy. Yeah. Yeah. And then my last one, and this one's kind of, I feel bad because he's such a nice guy and like a legit, almost hero, you know, uh, firefighter, Stipe Miosic, like, you know, basically uh, avoided a fight that would have probably made him millions and millions of dollars. And, and that fight's probably going to go to somebody else now um, because he didn't want to get ready to fight John Jones. Um, and he could have probably fought him in the main event of the December pay-per-view, but 
uh, now it's probably going to go to Francis. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, Turkey might be a little strong, but it's the best I could come up with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. And uh, yeah, now uh, we'll get into the news. Uh, we got a few more minutes here. Um, and uh, first off, this came, I mean, second most shocking thing, I think, other than PFL going on pay-per-view, Bellator and CBS? What? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was kind of surprised. surprised. There's always been – there's been talk about it for several years just because Bellator, you know, owned by Viacom, all that. And they, it makes sense, you know. But I never thought, like, they would put them on CBS just because their viewership everywhere they were putting them on, on TV just kept getting lower and lower and lower, you know. And it's at all-time lows on Showtime. And I didn't think they would just take the chance on CBS because it would, you know – it probably isn't going to draw well but i mean this is going to do bad yeah i don't know uh, yeah i don't think so yeah i don't think it's going to do good no i mean it'll be under a million and february 4 february 4th yeah that's super uh, bowl weekend right no no oh, it's the weekend the it's pro bowl weekend yeah pro bowl weekend but it's um it'll be yeah and i mean it'll do like a i bet you it does like a point two in 18 yeah, to 49 it might, it might hit a million just because it's on network I don't know. I've seen some uh, some some other network stuff recently do under a million, and this is Bellator. I mean, they got the right fight. I will say that Fedor on pay per view or on, on network TV, and and then uh, Yoel Romero's in the co-main, right? Yeah, yeah. and Which, uh, I imagine they'll get Aaron Pico on there probably. Yeah, but but let's. I mean, you know, it's Ryan Bader and Fedor Emelianenko. In the uh, in the main event, Bader's heavyweight title on the line, so it's a chance for Fedor to have the storybook ending, his retirement fight on on a network television and yeah. winning the title to go out, and then you have Vadim Nemkov against Joel Romero in the co-main event. Oh, well, that's already talk. signed. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's been they announced it after the. Like immediately, like in the cage. You okay. Know, okay. You know, after I knew uh, Romero was fighting, I didn't realize he was fighting. Real quick, like your two, your two uh, title fights have a forty-six-year-old challenging, challenging for a title, and a forty-five-year-old challenging for a title. This yep. show is everything that's wrong with Bellator, right yep. there, yep. right there in those two fights. I, you know what, I would put on the on the card if um, if I'm them, and uh, I would put this as the opener. Um, and I know I don't think she's under contract right now, but you know I'm sure she would take a fight. Is uh, get Paige Zant fighting on this card, and they, yes. they might actually get some viewers. But yeah. I don't know if they will. But that's what I do. Yeah. Um, and uh, Frankie uh, officially yeah. retired, even though yeah. we all knew it was yeah. coming. Yeah, we all knew. I mean, he said it was, but like it's official. He sent in his retirement notice to the UFC and to USADA. So yeah, that's whenever that, you know, a lot of these times, you know, these guys, they say they're retired, but they're, but they don't send in the notices. Like, I don't think Luke Rockhold has, I don't think he's pulled himself out of USADA. I don't know that Joanna has, but like Frankie, he's done that. So, so you don't know, no more pissing in the cup for Frankie. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know what this is about. Alistair Overeem issues. Yeah. You remember how he beat Bader Hari for the, yep. the, yeah. Uh, Overeem's drug test came back abnormal. Oh, shocking. Yeah. We <laughs> talked about how massive he looked in that fight. Yeah. So, yep. Like if you think he was on some, something for that fight, he apparently was. I, you know what? I would want to add him to the turkeys list, but good for Alistair. Just keep, yeah, just keep pumping up that horse meat. <laughs> yeah, do yeah, do it. You're out of the UFC. You're only yeah. fighting for you're fighting for money right now. You're fighting to make the big money. You know, yeah, he probably yeah. just doesn't give it. Give yeah, a fuck he'll probably anymore. be on this rising show that we're going to talk about. <laughs> probably next. just doesn't give a fuck anymore. So no, who cares? no, just, <laughs> no, just keep you and you and Barry Bond. And, and um, the thing about it is, the thing about it is, he'll still get booked on these on these glory shows oh, yeah. or anywhere he wants. Probably get he bonus, you know. Yeah. Show, show up with, you know, if you if you got an eight pack, you get you get a bonus. Yeah. Um, and uh, John Dodson, speaking of Ryzen, uh, yeah. he signed with them. Yeah, um, he signed with them to uh, to fight on the uh, the New Year's Eve show. Yeah. Okay, so it, uh, so he was cut from UFC. I don't even remember that, but yeah, he, yeah, he, he he famously like had signed a new deal, and then yeah. he had a really boring fight fight during the early stages of the pandemic uh, with Marab. And lost, and they caught him right after that. 
I'm surprised one didn't pick him up because uh, him and, and Mighty Mouse could, you know, they could book that and probably do okay. I know they fought before, but yeah. um, that'd be a good fight for one. But yeah, I think uh, he's fighting uh, Hideo Takoro. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that looks evening. like fun. They're doing. Uh, I read that they're doing a tribute to Antonio Noki on that show too. Or yeah. They talked about it on the Bellator show. Yeah. Um, I mean, would, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. So. Yeah. yeah. No, they they definitely like it's one yeah. of the the key features they're talking about. Um and. Uh, you know what else? I got a fight announcement for you, although you okay. probably know about it, but um, the it's not on your list, and uh, I'm kind of pissed at this. Um, Dalton Rosa is uh, fighting Anthony Adams on the Bellator show on uh, – when is this show? Uh, uh, 289. It's yeah, the, December 9th, early, right? early December, yeah. 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 Um, the reason I'm pissed is because I wanted Dalton Rosa to fight um, our boy Austin Jeffries. And I I don't know why they didn't make that fight. It made perfect sense. Oh, but you mean you mean Aaron Aaron Jeffrey? Yeah, they could probably do that Austin. next year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's fighting Anthony Adams, and uh, yeah, uh, so that was just announced this week. In addition to the other two title fights and uh, bantamweight tournament semifinal that's happening yeah. on December 9th. But maybe you, what? maybe they could do that on February fourth on CBS card. They're not putting yeah. Aaron Jeffries on TV, CBS. I, yeah, I mean, like him. Put him on a pre. Put him on. But put him on a prelim pre- or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, because I figured. I figure they might want to do some good, some decent prelims beforehand. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Probably put those on Showtime. I would think. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, and then you got some other ones. Yeah, uh, real quick. Uh, UFC 282 on December 10th. Alexander Gustafson is out of the. Is off the card. Uh, he was okay. supposed to fight Ovin Saint Pru. Uh, Saint Pru will now fight Felipe Lins. I I still think we're we may have seen the last of Alex, but yeah, we'll yeah, man. Uh, UFC Fight Night on uh, December seventeenth. Uh, really interesting. They have Jake Matthews against Matthew Simmelsberger. It's really interesting that that's not on the Australia card. That, I I would I was like, shocked. Yeah, yeah, I was shocked when I saw that. I, when I, I mean I heard that fight was booked. I go, you know, I was like I was like you know because somebody actually texted me and I like you know Jake Matthews versus Matthew Simmelsberger. They're like Australia. Australia, they're like, no, December seventeenth of Vegas. I was like, wow, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of shocked that they did did it then, but uh, that seemed perfect for Australia because we just talked about last week, Jake. Yeah, he's possibly being on that card, so so when we're coming up with ideas, but yeah, that and then another and then a flyweight fight, David Dvorak against Manel Kopp. That, that those should be two good fights. That's fun. Yeah, uh, UFC Fight Night on uh, January fourteenth, uh, Dan Ige against Damon Jackson. It's a good fight. Nice. nice. And then Puna. Punahele Soriano against Roman Kopilov. Then, we have, a, then we have a last couple of fights I want to uh, point out. UFC 284 on February 11th. Kai Carr, France against Alex Perez. It's good. That uh, feels like a main card fight. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it's on the main card. And then uh, UFC Fight Night. We're getting fights for March now. UFC wow. Fight Night, March 11th. Tyson Nam against Bruno Silva. Cool. Yeah. And uh, we still don't have anything for March 4th, but we figure that's Vegas. And yeah, it should, it should maybe, be Vegas. Maybe John Jones. Yeah. John yeah. John against Francis. And then That'd maybe, be cool. maybe Kamzad and Colby. I might have to get you to walk me through the uh, credential process again because it's been if a while. I don't go, if I don't go, yeah. <laughs> oh well, yeah. If you go, then yeah, I'll sit it out. But I, <laughs> I'm, I'm there. Like I'm there either way. So um, I already booked my flight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, we'll play some poker. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. So that's that's gonna be the show. Um, we uh, so if you haven't already, check out Ryan's coverage of uh, UFC 281. Um, I just finished it today on my lunch hour. You got a good spot in the Observer. You were like the second article. Um, yeah, well, yeah. a big UFC. So yeah, yeah, that it was good, good, good job again on this one, um, and uh, and then of course he'll have coverage of. Uh, well, there won't be an observer this coming week, but in a couple weeks, uh, you'll have the uh, coverage of last week's show. <laughs> maybe who knows? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What you mean? Maybe you won't even do it. <laughs> maybe we won't even. Maybe there. Maybe maybe it'll be in there. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Maybe just in the UFC section. UFC yeah. had a card. Yeah. <laughs> the main event canceled. Here's the results. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, the main event got called off during the show. Here's the result. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but regardless, uh, Ryan, yeah, you get a much deserved week off this week uh, with no UFC, and uh, we're not covering PFL. Um, uh, and but uh, yeah, check it out if you know if you're star for MMA contest this coming weekend. Uh, you know that will be the prelims will be on ESPN Plus, and 
you got a spare 50 bucks kicking kicking around you don't want to spend 10 months of patreon on it you could you could order the pfl pay-per-view um, but and uh, i uh if you didn't hear it or see it i did a, a post-game show of full gear uh which is on the fight game media youtube channel with kevin ely of the boom so you can check that out and then this coming wednesday i'm gonna be uh my regular co-host jeff hawkins we gave him the week off for thanksgiving so i'm uh brian Zaleem. Uh, of PW Torch is going to join me on the show. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. I did a post uh, um, Crown Jewel show with him and Garrett on Wrestling Observer. So I uh, asked him to come along with me for that one. So uh, I think that'll do it. So, Ryan, uh, why don't you take us home like you always do? All right. For those of us who live in the United States and will be celebrating Thanksgiving on th- Thursday, Go ahead and stuff yourselves like I will. I will be enjoying turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, everything, pie, all that. Do what I do. Eat eat the shit out of yourself this week and have a great week. I'll have a pumpkin pie for all of you. So for Ryan, I'm Paul. Later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.